Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. Episode 152. I missed last week. I was unwell and Julie convinced me that it was better to have a week off, so I took a week off. Anyway, great to be back with you. I miss you. It feels like an eternity since the previous show. In this week's episode, I explore the challenge of crappy thoughts that come into our heads and then slow us down, depress us, and drive up our anxiety and worry levels. I find myself being asked by more and more people, what suggestions do you have to overcome these tendencies? The key strategy is this, guard your thoughts. I explore the discipline that is needed, and I discuss six common classes of crappy thoughts and how to shift them. Crappy thoughts are like constipation of the mind. Think of this episode as your laxative to eliminate constipated thinking. Our format for the show is that I share the big idea for the week. I share resources, six resources, six categories of resources to help you implement the big idea of the week. I review some key happenings during the week and then for newer viewers and listeners... I have the foundational principles for the show and further background about me at the end so regular viewers and listeners don't have to wait to get to the meat of each week's topic. So let's go with today's big idea and I hope you enjoy this show whether you're watching on YouTube or Rumble or listening via one of the many podcasting platforms. So today's big idea is to guard your thoughts. One of the key big ideas that I've shared previously is that you become what you think about most of the time. So guard your thoughts. Don't let crappy thoughts bring you down. This mantra of guarding your thoughts is one of the key strategies that I have used in my life and with all of the people, the high-level executives, all sorts of human beings in terms of one-on-one executive coaching. This is such a crucial skill. Don't wallow in crappy thoughts. It takes practice to guard your thoughts, and it takes the desire to practice. It takes discipline to guard thoughts. There's a huge, such a huge benefit for you if you are good at guarding your thoughts, and so understanding that will drive your desire to keep practicing these techniques so that you become a master of guarding your thoughts. You'll become like a master guardian. So what techniques can you use to get out of disempowering state of crappy thoughts, the anxiety, the worry, the depression, the down feeling, the lack of motivation? I decided the best way was, you know, to pick six categories of crappy thoughts and share with you what I advise, what I know works because I have crappy thoughts, but I've become very good at guarding my thoughts. Of course, after 30 years of motivational speaking, you would expect that, but it takes practice. It's like my golf swing. 
If I don't practice, I don't get good at it. And I pick these categories because these are the issues that are being raised by people around me as we're fighting for our freedoms, for truth, for justice, for ethics, for morals, for you know, fighting against government overreach in so many ways. So here's the third, first category of crappy thoughts. I've lost my career because I refused to take the jab, the bioweapon that was imposed on us. And now I'm stuffed. Here's my number one technique. How can you use the skills, the knowledge, the experience that you have derived from your career to use those specific skills in another way? The classic example of that is sports people, sportsmen, sportswomen. They're great at sport, they retire. Well, clearly they become sports journalists in many instances. And the ones that are good at it, that's where they gravitate to. So they still have their love of sport. They can still be immersed in it, but they've lost that career, that playing career. Another example is a lawyer. A lawyer might have lost his or her job because for all sorts of reasons, but refused particularly to be jabbed. Well, that lawyer can give lots of advice in lots of different ways that harnesses the legal knowledge that that person already has. Second problem area, I lost my home because I lost my job or I lost my savings or my superannuation because I lost my job because I refused to go along with the government narrative. Well, in Australia, in most places around the world, there are so many problems and there are so many job vacancies for committed, passionate workers with great attitude that my promise to you is if you make a decision to find a place where you want to contribute your great attitude, you will find it. There are always problems that need solving. That's what work is about. That's the whole purpose of business, to solve people's problems. And that can be either to take away their pain or to give them pleasure. Take a comedian because I'm heavily involved in the comedy industry. You know, the problem of people being depressed is they need comedy. That's why comedians are in business. It's great to laugh. Laughter is energizing. Humor is one of the key techniques for getting rid of crappy thoughts. There are millions of problems to be solved, millions of job vacancies. Now, if you live in Victoria, the home of the Premier Daniel Andrews, the worst Premier in Victoria's history since it was founded in 1851, then it might be a good idea to leave this state where I live. You know, it's, it is disastrous what this Premier is doing to this state. It is the debt level in this state is outrageous. It, since he came to power in 2014, the debt level per person has risen from, that's every single person in this state, from $5,000 a person to $22,000 per person. This guy is out to destroy this state. So it's a good decision to leave this state, although there are left-wing governments all around Australia, except for Tasmania. So you might have to go to another country, although I don't know where. My suggestion is you fight to improve what's happening 
in this country or in the country in which you live. Number three, aligned with number two is the problems of left-wing, left-leaning governments. And here in Victoria, we've got a shocking one. And right around Australia, we've got left-wing government spending, and it's happening in America with the Democrats, spend, spend, spend. So then you go, what am I going to do about it? What's the point? All these left-wing governments will send us into servitude with indebtedness. And the answer is to join a freedom-fighting group. Left-wing governments are all about taking away freedom. Broadly speaking, right-wing are leaving you up to your own resources. There's a lot of misconceptions about it, but you all know that I'm anti-communist, anti-socialist, anti-dictators, anti-totalitarianism. I'm about freedom. So if you don't like what's happening, join a freedom fighting group. One of the benefits of these freedom fighting groups is that you go to weekly meetings. You have Zoom meetings. You meet aligned people. And then your crappy thoughts disappear because you're meeting people who agree with what you're saying. And then there's a cause worth fighting for. There's meaning. Every morning you wake up, there's meaning. And that is to get rid of governments that want to take away freedom. Fourth area of problem, I lost my health because of the jabs or I lost my health because of the lockdowns and now I'm in a bad way physically. Well, my answer to that is look for solutions. And indeed, in many of these solutions that I'm talking about, one of the great techniques that I've learned is that if you have a problem, sit with pen in hand and write 20 solutions to the specific problem you're trying to solve. The first 10 solutions are quite easy but you get to solutions 11 to 15 they're getting more difficult and the last five are often the most brilliant but the most difficult to find there are so many solutions to problems i never have a problem when i sit with someone i'm coaching and i'm happy to coach you i never have a problem coming up with solutions and if your mind is stuck get someone to help you come up with these solutions there are so many health solutions to anything that you have, and it starts with desire. So then you go, well, why don't I desire enough to get healthy? And the answer is because you haven't decided what the meaning is of your life, what your purpose is. You haven't decided what your passion is. You go, what's the point? I say there's a huge point. Discover your passion. So if you don't know what it is, that's one of your biggest problems because the, from, as, from episode 151, you will know that the more passionate you are, the less mental health problems you have. The fifth category of crappy thoughts is there are too many problems on the planet. Life is not worth living. The world is stuffed. They're all out to kill us. I just give up. Well, my response to that is, again, that is not true. The world has improved dramatically, and I've quoted this number before. I quote it to everybody that I speak to. In 1966, the world's population was 5 billion approximately, and 50% of the world's population lived at the lowest level of poverty. Today, the population of the world is 8 billion. Most people think that that 50% percentage has gone up. No, it's come way down. Only 9% of the world's population live at the lowest level of poverty. There are four levels, four levels of wealth, level one, two, three, and four. Well, level one is, is people at the lowest level, 9% of their massive improvements. 
So one of the ways to get out of the funk of thinking there are too many problems is to appreciate how many wonderful things are happening on our planet. And that should inspire you for the benefit of your children or grandchildren, or indeed for you to go, wow, there are wonderful things. So if I focus on what's wonderful and not what's crappy, then I will shift my attitude, how I feel, and that then drives up my desire. Number six, I'm lonely and depressed. No one wants to be with me. My answer to that is join a community group, join a freedom fighting group, join a group where you can interact with human beings. Human beings are designed to be with one another. As Meredith Miller, wonderful psychologist, said to one of the recent medical doctors for C-Ethics that I moderate twice a week, she said, connection is the resistance. The more human beings you connect with, the less crappy thoughts you will have provided that you're not mixing with people who are full of crappy thoughts. I promise you these community groups, these freedom-fighting groups, are not dominated by crappy thoughts. If you can't find a great community group, send me an email and I'll happily share details with you. So I say there are many solutions to the problem of crappy thoughts. And so these techniques are ways that you get yourself out of these crappy thoughts and the other overriding principle is humour. If you're having crappy thoughts, find some humour. Go and watch a comedy. Go and get some, decide what is the humour that makes you laugh the most and watch it. You can't have crappy thoughts and enjoy comedy and humour. I'm the chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and I find humour constantly, constantly takes me out of a downward trend. You go, wow, this game of life is such an extraordinary, extraordinary gift that we have. So we are here as problem solvers. Your decision is to consciously say, I won't be overwhelmed by these problems. That's what I mean by guard your thoughts. I will thrive. I will never give up. When you make that decision, I will never give up, life suddenly becomes an enjoyable game regardless of what's happening to you. It's possible to do that. There's heaps of evidence of how to do that. And that conscious decision, I will never give up, means that when you tend down to these crappy thoughts, this constipated thinking, it's really, really quite easy to get the laxity of, of your own desire and your passion to never give up. So let's look at some resources. Well, the song, I honour Tina Turner, her passing this week, and the song, of course, is Simply the Best, or any Tina Turner song that you like, you're simply the best, better than all the rest. There's no one on the planet like you. You are one in eight billion. And Tina Turner, the reason why she is such an inspiration, if you look at her life story, so read a book about her, there's a current documentary on Netflix. It's a magnificent documentary about the tough time she went through and never gave up. She died at the age of 83. Wonderful contribution. She was, she was you know, by Ike, Ike Turner, you know, what he did to her. You know, it, it's an extraordinary life. And, and, a, and if you love music and grab Tina Turner from now on, whenever you hear a Tina Turner song, that, should ins that can inspire you 
to say, never give up, I'll be like Tina Turner. My book of the week is a book, Unstoppable, a series of stories about different people going through incredible tough times. Like there's one person in this book, Unstoppable, who went for the US bar exam 80 times before finally passing. I mean, you'd think after 10 you'd give up. Walt Disney went to bank after bank after bank looking for funding. You know, so the idea of being unstoppable. Another story is Sylvester Stallone. So get a biography of Sylvester Stallone. Or watch the documentary on Tina Turner. You know, the, to just inspire you, but the, the Sylvester Stallone story is such an extraordinary story of how he wanted to, how he wrote the script for, Stock, uh, for Rocky and wanted to get it produced. And that is such a powerful, powerful story of never giving up. And he had to sell his dog because he didn't have any money to buy food. My spiritual tip is to make a contribution. Stop wallowing on yourself. Stop thinking about yourself. But I'm going to think of myself now as I drink my coffee. Mm. If you are not making a community contribution, you are much more likely to be in your crappy thoughts because you're focused on self too much. And that's why I urge you to get into a group that is fighting for something that you want. And I promise you they exist. So and, and making a contribution, not for money, but for giving of yourself, that is a spiritual tip. My health tip is crappy thoughts immediately make me think about your mind, the functioning of your mind. There are crucial nutritional steps that you can take to improve your fun the, your mind's functioning, and one of them is walnuts. I don't want to burden you down. I want to inspire you with a thought that goes, gosh, if, if my mind, if my thinking is not as good as I want it to be, there are nutritional steps you can take, and it starts with walnuts. My quote this week is by Mark Twain, extracted from Pete Crofts's wonderful book, How to Use Humor in Business and Life. And I've said before that humor reduces your crappy thoughts. Well, Mark Twain, on the issue of relationships, says this, humor is a great thing, the saving thing. After all, the minute it crops up, all our hardnesses yield. All our irritations and resentments slip away and a sunny spirit takes their place. Isn't that a beautiful quote? Humor is a great thing, the saving thing. After all, the minute it crops up, it is humor. All our hardnesses yield, all our irritations and resentments slip away and a sunny spirit takes their place. And some, some one-liners from Pete Croft's book, that really show how humour can be used to strip away the crappy thoughts. I don't have time to be confused. I'm too darn busy trying to figure out what's going on around here. Another one, don't try to make a fool out of me. I'm doing all right myself. And lastly, this is a non-profit organisation. We didn't plan it that way, but that's the way it turned out. And by the way, I often see people who are held up as superstars, you know, build a multi-million dollar business. They're losing millions of dollars a year, but they say, we've got this huge multi-million dollar business. You know, just the, the frauds that are perpetrated on us, 
you know, you've got to grab that Australian principle that applies to the Australian Institute of Comedy. You've got to laugh, mate. And it's a, it's a, it's an Aussie humour brand that Pete Crofts keeps driving. You got to laugh, mate. Well, you do have to laugh when these crappy thoughts come in. You go, wow, you got to laugh, mate. Great way to live life. So use these resources. Take these steps. Use this big idea to get yourself out of wallowing. Guard your thoughts. You can become what you're capable of becoming, but not when your thoughts are down in the uh, are down in the toilet. That's not going to lift you up to greatness. And to make this decision that you want to be skilled in guarding your thoughts. My aim for this show is to inspire you, to motivate you, to educate you about the amazing capabilities that you have that the people around you have. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, to the Rumble channel. Share this show with your family, with your friends, with your co-workers if you find it of value. Discover more about the work that I do at, at covest.com and charlescovest.com, which includes the self-awareness and passion quest, uh, speaking to your group as a team coach I do work, I do one-on-one executive coaching. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, the first two books are both available at my websites. And now let's review some key happenings over the last week or two. And there are some serious, serious dramas happening and it's easy to wallow in the crappy thoughts while I'm up for the fight. And the number one that is a major, major problem all in the fraud of climate emergency is energy prices are going up massively by 26, 29% in Australia. It is electricity that is the foundational difference between rich and poor countries all right and you look at what's happening this fraud being perpetrated in the name of climate emergency we have a soil health emergency we have a waste emergency we don't have a climate emergency don't be sucked in push back against your local politicians because the shutting down of baseload power generation in australia and many other places all in the name of saving our planet is a lie. I will happily debate that with anybody who wants to have the debate. It is a lie being perpetrated. We can. We need to dechemicalize our soil. Terrific. We need to reduce plastic waste and other waste into the environment. Totally agree. I've been an organic farmer for years, but there is no climate emergency. Do not be sucked in. Do your own thinking on this. If electricity prices, energy prices keep going up, it's going to destroy communities, people, because without energy, we revert back to poverty. Trust me, direct correlation between energy availability, affordable energy, and GDP. Government debt is going through the roof in Victoria and in Australia. There will be a day of reckoning. And we see that with Venezuela we see that with a number of countries of what happens with profligate spending. There will be the day of reckoning in the USA. The 15-minute cities, I call 15-minute ghettos, take a deep interest in your local municipality in this nonsense that they're selling on smart cities. You have to keep an eagle eye out for it. If you don't, they want to lock you into a 15-minute ghetto 
that you can't get out of, and you are monitored with these 5G towers. So don't let it, don't assume that what your councillors are telling you is true. And it's come to my attention that many councillors don't actually understand the threat to our societies of these 15-minute cities, all sold in the name of everything will be convenient to you. Yes, when you're in jail, everything is very convenient, all right? They're giving you food, you're stuck inside the walls, you can't get into, you can't do anything, very convenient, not desirable. Some good news on some significant legal wins, including children's health defence in a case against the state of New York, and that resulted in jab mandates being dropped for health workers. They're still here in Australia, but there are some, there's a range of significant legal wins happening. We have to keep fighting. Judges have been politicised. They're taking the government narrative. My prediction, judges will start to apply the law properly when their grandchildren start dying suddenly. Please listen to TNT Radio uh, every week on Saturdays at 4pm. My guest yesterday was John Lukacs. He didn't arrive, sadly, but we had a great conversation and I had some nice feedback. I went. I, talked, I told about John Lukacs' wonderful work on, on post-jab protocols. Uh, I'll get him on one day onto my show, but his work is wonderful. His website is estateartistry.com. And then lastly, Raylene Kennedy has a movement going justice for Caitlin. Her 23-year-old daughter died after the jabs. People say no one's being damaged by these nonsense. Well, Raylene Kennedy in Queensland is putting pressure on the Queensland government to do a proper autopsy. And if any of you lose someone suddenly, I urge you to get a proper autopsy done. Do not cremate the person. If someone's died suddenly, do not cremate them. You can always go back and relook at the body. Once it's cremated, all the evidence is gone. And what need the proper autopsy that needs to be done is important to understand. So if you want those details, I urge you to go to a website, worldofwellness.life, L-I-F-E, worldofwellness.life, to understand what the autopsy requirements actually are. So if you're new to the show, stick around. We'll cover the foundational principles of the show and further background about me but for regular viewers and listeners you know all that so it's it's the end for you before and before you leave let me thank you for being here for watching for listening thank you for supporting the show thank you for sharing it have a wonderful challenging passion-filled week and look forward to being with you next week bye And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles of the show, here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops, 
over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covey Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, It reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. 
This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.